Hello and welcome to Weird Around Illinois. Now some of you have probably been wondering why we haven't been doing as many field investigations lately. And there are a number of reasons for this. We, we have actually reduced our number of field investigations over the fall because of COVID and an ankle injury and a work schedule and just general fall weirdness. Uh, the fact is we have been doing some investigations they just haven't quite worked out the way we wanted them to. And rather than make you suffer through a single episode for each of our epic fails when we've gone out looking for ghosts, we decided to lump them all into one big episode so we can tell you all about the ghosts we didn't find. So with that in mind, let's get weird. Now the first one that we can start with is honestly more of like one of our uh, older ones. We did this one probably quite a few months ago. Mm -hmm. But Shoe Factory Road. At first, you know, we learned about the history. Apparently there was a family that got murdered. There wasn't a completely confirmed way of how of how it came about. Um, there were theories that like one member of the family just was meant, not mentally stable and decided to kill the whole family for whatever reason. And there's another theory that just some person broke in and killed the family. Nobody really knows the complete story. We were excited about this one. I mean, we even did like a pre-podcast on this one once. Uh, well, not, not entirely on the road, but on haunted roads in general. And we talked a lot about how excited we were to see Shoe Factory Road. Yeah, I mean, it sounded promising. What was the haunting that people saw there again? Um, there were sightings of like a ghost house or farmhouse to be more specific and then there was also one unique one of a small boy playing with a knife in the middle of the road hmm. I think the theory was that if you go up a road at 37 miles per hour you'd like see that boy or another something. one of those yeah <laughs> oh. yeah another one of those wow. yeah I remember that from uh, Rainbow Road I think yeah yeah oh. it's it's funny how all these road myths kind of combine, you yeah. know, like the whole thing about the uh, stop in front of the railroad tracks and the little hands will push your car onto the track. And, yeah, or like the powder, yeah. on, like your car. Yeah, so you can see the handprints afterwards. Wait, isn't Cuba Road, Rainbow Road, and Shoe Factory Road kind of connected? No, no, okay. uh, Shoe Factory is further south. Mm -hmm. um, Cuba Road's further, further up there, but... Okay. Similar stories, though. You know, the disappearing little boys and um, the farmhouse. I, the farmhouse, I'm not sure on Shoe Factory Road if it actually disappeared or if it was just, if they just tore it down after all the horrible stuff that happened there. I don't know. In any case, we never saw a farmhouse. No, we, <laughs> that was just a Bryce style case. We drove by on multiple occasions, actually. Mm -hmm. I recall it was just a rich neighborhood, wasn't it? Uh, part of it was. Part of it was a, a really nice neighborhood. Uh, part of it was like farms, and part of it was like uh, uh, forest preserves. Mm. And we did stop in the forest preserve for a while. It was right at dark, and um, I remember we, we, we parked there and we listened to my super powered spirit box <laughs> and asked a couple questions and got no real responses. And then we um, we wandered up the road in the forest preserve a little bit, and we were checking EMF readings, and we were asking questions, and looking around, and 
I, I gotta tell you, I have never felt less haunted in my life. It was I did not Factory Road. <laughs> the, the road was way too busy. There were like constantly cars coming back and forth. That's true. That, the scariest part about that road was the traffic. <laughs> yeah. We did try and turn around quite a few times to go back on the road, but mm -hmm. it was challenging. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was, I, I, I mean, it was any other road in the northwest suburbs. It was it, there was there was nothing haunted about it. There was nothing scary about it. You know, when we got off the road and walked around, it was I didn't get that you know chill up my spine like we were walking into a haunted area. It was just it was just a place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to look for like places that are more abandoned, a little bit dead. Yeah. Yeah, so that kind of started us on our on our fall journey into wasted time, um, and that was, as you said, that was the way back end of summer, beginning of fall, probably about three or four months ago. But it wasn't too long after that that we decided to try something a little different, since some of these haunted spots we felt may have been haunted out you know too many people have gone to them and the ghosts have gotten tired or made peace and moved on or whatever we got this idea what if we go to a spot that isn't reported as haunted but we know a tragedy happened there so we went to a spot of a horrible car crash in wheeling illinois where i believe it was four teenagers were killed it's actually fairly recent. It was about a year ago. Actually, less than a year ago. Now that I think about it, about six months ago. But we, we went to this intersection, and we hung out in the intersection. Um, well, not in the intersection, but on the, on the side of the road at the intersection. Otherwise, we would have been a tragic accident. Uh, we used a variety of tools. We used our EMF detector. Um, the first time we went, we also used the spirit box. I had the recorder running the first time we were there. We, we made multiple visits to this site. Uh, there really wasn't much. I mean, again, busy road, lots of traffic. It, it felt like every time, you know, we asked a question, we were answered with a car roaring by. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was a busy road. You, you couldn't have heard much. Yeah, yeah. And when I played back the recording, the traffic noises were so overwhelming that, you know, there were a couple things that I thought, well, wow, that sounded almost like a response, but it could have just as easily been somebody on a motorcycle or something. I don't know. Um, it, it was very disappointing. Yeah. So from there, we went to another site of a, a Midwestern tragedy that is somewhat more famous. Um, the site of the Brown's Chicken Massacre in Palatine. This is a spot where seven people were killed in a Brown's Chicken. The place was robbed for like a, like $1,500 or something. And um, it was all over the news back when it happened, I think in the early 90s. Just, just horrendous execution style murders. And there was actually a little paranormal activity recorded here after it happened. There were uh, people in, in the area reported rapid temperature changes, cold spots, things moving around, and just this this feeling of evil in the area, or this feeling of dread. Now, what I realized too late is that most people reported that these feelings went away after the, the, the murderers were caught and brought to justice a few years ago. Mm. Um, the site's been torn down, it's been replaced with a bank, and um, we went there 
and basically stood in the parking lot of the bank right about where the uh, where the Brown's Chicken building would have been. And we conducted another one of our weird investigations with nothing but loud traffic noise around us. Yeah. <laughs> and whistling wind. <laughs> and coldness. And coldness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. A, it, it got really cold that night for some reason. But uh, I, I will say there was one bit of weirdness attached to this. And I still haven't played the tape for you guys. I have to do that. And maybe we'll even, you know, throw it onto this or a future podcast. But um, we were all watching the EMF detector, and you were even recording it. And it never moved, never spiked, never anything to indicate anything going on there. But on the recording, after I asked a series of questions, I clearly heard the EMF detector spiking the sound that's weird it's almost like a, a like a minor mandela effect it's just like nobody none of us really saw the spike but like now all of a sudden it happened right yeah I, and you know it'll be interesting if we can ever corroborate the the recording with your video recording mm-hmm. and see if we see anything like when that spike takes place on the audio yeah i got recording too so i'll have to check that oh cool bunch of angles we're gonna have to really book to a full investigation on our recordings later yeah maybe we should yeah maybe we'll throw that together into a short or something to do over the winter so that you guys can see what we're talking about yeah yeah um but that's uh that was all we got there other than really really cold and hearing and this was like 11 o'clock at night and there's still traffic streaming by constantly There's too many people in the Northwest suburbs. <laughs> the ghosts are probably scared off by the people. Yeah. And so that leads us to our final uh, failed ghost investigation. Yeah. It's a restaurant called Mrs. P and Me. Uh, people apparently saw, like, a shadow, shadowy figure and, like, objects moving in this restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know much more about the history, though. Yeah, it's it's a very old restaurant. I think it was like over a hundred years old. Um, kind of a bar and restaurant kind of place. Yeah. And uh, it's changed ownership a few times. Um, what you described, I mean, that was basically all re- all I read about it in terms of haunting. So it, it sounded pretty standard in terms of um, haunted restaurants. And we went in there and ordered our food and. I expected to have the same experience we had every time we went to a haunted restaurant where I would mention it to the waitress and she would immediately launch into her stories and tell us who to talk to with their stories and you know I thought we were gonna get a full podcast out of this one no sample answer the the staff just didn't know yeah the waitress basically looked at us like there was something wrong with us and said oh my gosh i i hope this place isn't haunted <laughs> so, so i felt i felt bad i felt like i scared the poor lady yeah. um, <laughs> but i swear on the website they had one section that explained some like hauntings they had yeah. yeah and you know i i would have been tempted to talk to the other guy we interacted with but he was doing some sort of trivia show that night and he was really wrapped up in that i didn't want to you know pull him away from it yeah 
and again, just so busy. It's hard to find any hauntings when there's so many people around. Yeah, it was like a, what was it, a Wednesday night? And it was hopping in there. Yeah. <laughs> that place was crazy busy for a Wednesday night. And then, you know, we, I guess it, we would be remiss if we didn't mention the food, because we always talk about the food when we visit haunted restaurants. I, I think I had the skirt steak. It was, it was solid. Nothing wrong with it. It was, it was good. Yeah. Um, I, then I had the, like, bacon burger, barbecue mm-hmm. bacon burger, probably, but I get that from every restaurant, for the record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just am the judge for bacon burgers. I remember we were driving by a restaurant the other day and I mentioned, hey, we'll have to try that sometime. And you're like, do, do you think they have a barbecue bacon burger? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, yeah, we could try it then. <laughs> yeah, but w- w- from what I can remember, it was, it was of course, solid, as you said, with, the, with your meal. Mm-hmm. It wasn't anything special above and beyond. It was pretty good, though. Yeah. I had barbecue ribs. Oh. Um, the sauce is a little sweet. But I think it's so good. I remember the cheese curds were above average. Oh yeah, yeah they're pretty good. Yeah. Better than your average culprits, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, not not quite on the level with the place we went to in Galena with the weird cheese cube things that were virtually unbreaded. Yeah. But uh, that 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 was a whole other thing. That was fantastic. But you know, they're really close to Wisconsin too, so I guess you have to expect it. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, that was our experience on all of our ghost hunts throughout the fall of 2023. Um, we, we hope to have good ghost hunts for you in the future that we can share with you, where we actually find things and talk to people who've seen things and have better news for you, but, um... Fall 2023 was one big epic ghost fail for us, and yeah. so we're moving on. And we even we had more than this, like in the past too, like Rainbow Road. I oh. don't remember anything happen, happening there. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, we, true. We've had a lot more, but it's just not worth the time at this point. The last good ghost thing we had was probably Galena, and I yeah. know you know people have advised us to go back there. I'm starting to think that may be our best bet if we want to want to experience a real haunting. Yeah. We have had some strange stuff happen there. Yeah, definitely. Well, anyway, thank you for listening to our tales of misery and failure. (laughs) Um, If you'd like to share any real haunting stories with us, we'd love to hear them. But as always, thank you for listening and thank you for subscribing.